0: Hey everybody, what's going on? This is episode 566. I know, it's again, one of these not normal intros, but what's going on? I'm over here, Jesse Lee in the building, hashtag Bossly, fighting stage four cancer. Wanted to jump on and give you guys some more free content because why not? Again, this this podcast was uh, actually recorded over a year ago as well. And I know it's fire. It's about leadership traits that all good leaders have. And so you might want to listen and kind of check yourself off here. Um, One thing that all leaders have that's great is they love education. And so if you haven't if you wondered why the podcast hasn't been, uh, as vibrant, well, obviously I'm in treatment all the time, as you guys know, and I appreciate and love your support. So thanks for all the kind messages. Uh, make sure if you love this episode, you screenshot it, you put in your story and you tag me. I appreciate you sharing the good news of Jesse Lee Wall uh but on top of that guys um i will tell you the accelerator program has where i've been putting all of my energy all of my effort um and i've really been putting out my best trainings i've ever done before i did just launch a brand new level of the boss accelerator are you listening I just launched it last week. Bossley Silver is $47 a month, $500 for lifetime access. It's never going to go away. You'll have it for the rest of your life. Inside of it, you get my free social media course, which is over a $500 value, and you get bi-weekly calls with yours truly. So if you need to get started somewhere and you just don't know how to pull the trigger, I'm going to link it in the show notes here so you can, guys can just jump right in with Silver. But I tell you what, either way, fill out an app if you want to. Check out the Accelerator. If you already have a business, get started with gold, and if you're already a leader, you need to be in my platinum program. It's off the charts. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Again, this leadership, this podcast is all about leadership traits that all leaders have. I hope you love it. I appreciate you guys sharing the message, and I'll talk to you all soon. And by the way, it really is me and my Instagram DMs, so feel free to reach out if you need anything. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible Because um, obviously this is a leadership call, and our champs keep growing. I think we're gonna. Have a, I, I'm excited to see who 145 is. Because I think 145, six, seven, and maybe eight are probably gonna come this month, if not more. I mean, it is just aggressive. The people that are running for champ right now are are wild, 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 and so super, super excited. And uh, I, I. I think one of a really cool assignment you can do with actually your entire teams for those of you that are starting to develop more leaders is you can actually ask them what they view when, when they think of a leader, what are the characteristics that they, um, that they identify with, right? Because then you can always run back to those characteristics. And I do think there are characteristics that leaders always, um, always, always exemplify. I agree. Joellen is clearly crushing. I gotta, you know what? I don't know what's up with Facebook when I'm tagging these leaderboards. I can't tag some of you. It's literally impossible. I can't tag Joellen. I can't uh, tag Heather Goff. I can't tag, yeah, I can't tag Courtney. I can't tag, I can't tag half of you. Like, I'm like trying to tag you over and over and over again. So if you're wondering why some of you aren't tagged, it's not because I don't think you're incredible. It's because Facebook is boycotting me. All right. I actually messaged Heather because I was like, I see you on every leaderboard. I am so sorry. Like, I cannot tag you. I don't know what the problem is. So Anyway, the first thing that I would probably say um, characteristic that's just so important is integrity. I think this is obvious, um, but it's an essential leadership trait for, for individuals and for organizations. You know, that is what's gonna hold everything together. And it's especially important when you start to look at top level people, you know, like your I don't even know what the level would be, you know, like a like a rank eight, like a rank nine, like a rank, like a rank ten, whatever, it doesn't matter. The integrity in what you are doing ends up being a huge blind spot though for people right? What is the importance of honesty on your team? What is the importance of what they stand for on your team? Going back to core values, uh, it's just really, 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 important. Okay. Um, I gave a little bit of a directive on the rank four chat or uh call, which by the way, um, if there's somebody you think would be incredible for emceeing i need a male and a female feel free to nominate me nominate nominate (laughs) me jeez i'm not emceeing um feel free to nominate them feel free to just text me whoever you think um i might accidentally overlook somebody actually nominated somebody that i was like that's a real, there were two people. I'm like, those are really good ideas. Okay. Um, but I, I specifically asked the rank fours and above. If you weren't on the call, I said, I need you to think about, well, I said it a little different than integrity. Okay. I said, if you think they're going to be a trifling hoe in the long run, (laughs) that's what I said. Um, I need you to not nominate to put them in front of the entire team. (laughs) Okay. So that was the language I used. That's what I was trying to say. All right. It's, but it's integrity. It's, it's who, who is going to uphold the values of your organization, who is going to be, honorable in what they're doing who is not going to tell a white lie because it's easier to tell a white lie right who is not going to pretend that everything is a-okay and then as soon as your back is turned they're going to run somewhere and they got something to say to somebody all the time right those people cannot lead because they will never be fully trusted they will never be fully trusted you know some of you maybe even on this call you like know somebody on the call or somebody in your organization who said something and they don't know that you know but you know (laughs) Right, and you're you're like, I'm not gonna say nothing to him, but like I know about you, I know what kind of business you're actually running, and it is very difficult. Those people are always, well, I don't understand why people don't trust me, I don't understand Well... You know, it goes back to character and integrity. I think this is one of the upholding things. You got to do the hard thing as a leader. And it is not always, it is just not always easy to lead. Leadership is the hardest skill in the world. It is why it is paid as the richest skill in the world. It is so important you understand that, all right? Next thing, and this is something a lot of us have to work on better, uh, is your ability to delegate. And, and test this with stuff like Empire U. Test this with stuff like your team calls. Test this with whatever. Like if you're a head of a department or you're a, a head of a whatever or you're a leader of a rank 7, rank 8, whatever, rank 6, whatever team, you don't need to do all the minutiae. And I know, it, I know you want to sometimes because that's where some of us get our importance from. I get that. That's from your childhood, right? You feel important when you're doing the little nitty gritty stuff because somebody's going to say, good job, Mel. Good job, right? I don't know why I would talk to you like a little puppy like that, but that's okay. Like, you know, we, we like that. But do you really need to be the one scheduling your post or, or typing in your group's telegrams? You really need to be the one who is organizing every second of every schedule of every, every whatever, 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 whatever. Or whatever, quite frankly, Mel. I mean, I'm, I'm just using Mel as an example because she loves reboot. I have never liked reboot. I, I starve myself for three days just because you're supposed to, okay? That's what a good leader will do, <laughs> okay? I do it for the photos, whatever. But Mel likes it, Erica Heim likes it, okay? They are always, oh, can I make the posts? I would, re- I will never forget when Erica Heim was like, Can I please schedule posts in Simple Proven Results for the reboot? I'm like, What? What do you, yeah, please? Like, what do you mean you want to be a reboot coach, Mel? All right, psychopath. I'd love to coach people how to starve. Wow. All right, I'm kidding. You're not starving. You're killing the bad stuff. Whatever, I get it. Okay, blah, 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 blah. But like, I don't have joy in it. It's an integral part of our business. But why wouldn't I want to delegate that to somebody who loves rebooting? Why wouldn't I delegate that to somebody who wants to make the post? Why wouldn't I delegate, even if they didn't like reboot, why wouldn't I delegate posting to people who like to post? You know, do you have a hype man on your team who will open your team Zooms? Well, why not? Why does it got to be you? You know, why why does it have to be you? Learn how to lead and part of leadership is getting people to do things. Right? It's you're not leading if you're if you're doing everything. That's not leadership you shouldn't have to do everything. You should be able to say, you know what? That's actually not in my gift zone to do that. Can you go ahead and do that, please? Hey, can you please help me with whatever? Hey, Jen, you're better at training this than I am. I need you to train on this. Hey, you you, like Megan George, you're just better than me at blah, 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 blah. I need you to jump in and train on this. I can't do it. Right. And it's not that you can't do it. It's that who are you empowering to do more? And okay. So to Sydney's point, I do that. I I don't even do that anymore that much, but like For a long time, people knew that I was fully capable of doing all of these things. And so I would straight up pretend I didn't know how. Like, I'm not bad at math, all right? I just, I don't like to do it. It is boring. Like, why would I do math when I could do so many other things? Okay? Like, no. Oh, I don't do math. I just, I'll, yeah, it'll, it'll be a disaster. Don't let Jesse Lee do math. Oh, no, me, no, no, no. I don't know how to pull reports. Why would I, I can't, it's, it's a disaster. I don't know how to do that. That's just, oh my God, it'll take me 15 times longer than it'll take you. Oh, what? You need what? Oh, no, I don't even know how to do that. What are you talking about? I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay, like, uh, oh, oh, like, they found out, uh, like, the lab found out three months ago that I know how to do, like, the equations in Excel, like, the action, and they, and <laughs> they were, like, kind of pissed at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, no, I'm blowing my own damn cover, all right, like, I'm supposed to not be analytical, all right, uh, whoopsies, so... Anyway, um, but yeah, so, uh, what can I say? What can I say? So, so, but, but part of that reason is like, why do I need to be the one making, doing the Excel sheets? Why do I need to be the one finding the sum of all the columns? Right? Like, why do I need to do whatever? Yeah. Whitney lies too. All right. White lies guys, white lies. All right, But mostly just to delegate, right? The ability to delegate stuff. All right, it's really important. And the goal is not just to free yourself up. Understand this. Please, like if you're taking notes, it's not just to free yourself up, which is definitely part of it so you can work in your gift zone. It's also because you enable and allow other people to develop. You're facilitating teamwork inside your organization, right? You're also providing autonomy. People will literally kill people for autonomy. You understand that? Do you know what that means? Some of you, English is not your first language. So I'll explain. Autonomy literally means a sense of self that's all it means okay and so if every if you are if everything is under the microscope of you you're not allowing people to have autonomy people will quit you they will quit your team right That is why it's always been one of the important parts of our team to use inclusive language, to not be Jesse Lee's empire. Everybody needs to have autonomy inside of what we're doing. And so if you allow people to screw up and you allow people to say, oh, I did it this way. um, But is it? okay? Yeah, it's okay. Hey, did we get it done? We got it done. Perfect. Right. A great example of this is Angela. Angela Musco's brain works completely different than me, although we both clearly are, uh, whatever the word is, neurodivergent or whatever. We clearly both have ADHD. It's just different spectrums of it, okay? When she gets things done, it is 0% the way I would get things done, but the, the outcome is identical. The outcome is identical. So it doesn't really matter. And then she feels empowered inside of it. It makes her go, hey, then I'll step up again. It makes her feel like, ah, okay. Like, guys, I'm fully capable of setting up translation on anything. But I still host Lizbeth. I still host whoever, right? Oh, she wants to put them in the Korean room this time? Whatever. Okay, all right, today they're Chinese. Okay, whatever. Right? It doesn't actually matter. Did we get translation done? Yes. Right? The ability to delegate also builds trust. So if you want to lead better, start developing trust and the ability to delegate others to do stuff that you really just don't need to do. All right? Now... Communication is probably maybe one of the most important parts, if not the most important part of leadership. Effective leadership and effective communication are basically the exact same thing, right? You want to be a better leader, you need to become a skilled communicator, a variety of ways, right? You've got to be able to inspire people. You've got to be able to speak to people and not make them feel like they're this small, right? You've got to understand how to listen way, way, way more than you talk, right? You've got to understand uh, just thinking because I just said Liz best, and I'm thinking about international stuff, I think one of the strongest things our team has is our ability to express empathy and the willingness and want to learn how to communicate to people who do not live in America. That is just one of those things that it seems like nobody else cares. And I don't know if they feel like that living over over there or under there if you're in Mexico or whatever, right? Under yeah, under where. <laughs> okay, like I don't know if it feels like that to you, but to me from from the American perspective, it's it stuns me. It doesn't make any sense to me why you wouldn't want somebody who lives in the Netherlands to understand a call, right? Or somebody who lives in Germany to feel like they're included in something, right? How are you communicating this to them? And then when you screw stuff up, Saying, I just messed that up, David. I am really sorry. Can you tell me how that would be better for you? I'll give you an example. I just learned this the other day. Somebody just messaged me yesterday. Did you? Did any of you notice that on my Instagram stories, my captions now look different? They have like a black background. I don't know if you've noticed. Like I do the little auto caption thing, which you should always put on your stories, obviously, because not everybody can hear right so i always did the little caption i just thought putting the captions on was fine i got a message from somebody who's deaf she says just so you know you have a huge deaf following well it's typed you know i said yeah i know she goes can i can i share a resource to you really fast that'll make um, your already inclusive uh stories even more inclusive for our community i said i would love that and she said i can't we can't see that the white on the the moving background We can't really see. She's like, if you're going to use captions, never use colors and never use a white background. She's like, if you just put black on it, we can all see it because they move so fast. We can read it way faster. She's like, I want to be able to read all your stories. I want to be able to read all your captions. I want to know everything you're saying in your stories. And I said, literally, please say less. My next story will be done with black captions. And she's like, it it means so much to me that you want to communicate to us too. And not just to people who can hear. And I was like, man, right? Like these little tiny things. I just said, I'm so sorry, I didn't know that. She's like, it seems like nobody knows that. So thank you. So like just little, li- I didn't know you could even change it. I thought that I would have to do a whole rigmarole. I thought I was gonna have to hand type all the captions. I thought all this stuff, it was just hitting a little button. I had no idea. And I had no idea that she couldn't read it. Cause she said, it's really common that people uh, that, are, that are hearing able will put colored, you know, they think it's easier to read if it's yellow background or it's easier to read if it's neon or easier to read if it's red. She's like, I can't see that. Like, cause you're trying to read the mouth and do whatever at the same time. I'm like, ah, makes sense. Okay. But the ability to listen and communicate with the, with a wide range of people is how you're going to have the ability to spread your organization across the world. And just to more people in general, even if you're not yet trying to go across the world. So effective communication, effective communication, effective communication, and just admitting when you're wrong. A lot of people don't want to admit when they're wrong. Um, I remember my first couple dozen conversations with Sasha. I thought that he was probably partial psychopath. I still think he might be partial psychopath, but I love him all the same. All right. But, uh... <laughs> He was like, yell- not yelling, but constantly, oh, it's different, oh, the Germans need this, oh, the Germans, oh, the Germans, oh, the Germans. I'm like, these damn Germans, like, are they really that detailed? Do they really care that much? And then I went on tour, and it's like, they present for two hours about the damn... This key and that key. And they do this whole, we would never in America, never. We just don't care in America, okay? They care about every ingredient, every detail, every specification, every scientific study, everything, 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 every I better be dotted, every T better be crossed. And I went over there and I said, oh my God, you're not even exaggerating, right? And then I said, but the American systems work. And it was the perfect blend of once... Like, hear me on this. Once I clearly respected the German culture, the Germans were open to the American energy. Literally what Andreas basically just said. Like, not... But not before. Not before then, right? And so how are the ways you can communicate with people where it's inside of their culture and it's not just an international conversation... But also respecting what you're also doing. Does that make sense? Like not changing who you are and your methodologies, but meeting people where they actually need to be met. Okay? All right. The next tip when it comes to, (laughs) we learned to say much less and it works much better. Oh my God. You guys should have seen the crap they were saying over there. I don't know what they were saying, but it was like paragraphs with a lot of and whatever else in it. Okay. That's about the only word I know. I know like four words. All right. I mean, how many times do you need to say good morning? It all looked like good morning to me. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I was like, it's so true. You just keep talking. Maybe if they, I feel like they were just trying to annoy people into sales. You know, like if I just, Keep talking. Maybe somebody will buy. <laughs> I keyed, I keyed, I keyed. All right. The next thing I think is very important as a leader is self-awareness. Okay, self-awareness. Now, this is obviously more of an inwardly focused trait, right? But but self-awareness is paramount for leadership, right? The better you understand yourself, the better you understand your weaknesses, the better you understand your strengths, the better you understand who you are as a person, the better you understand when you're screwing up, when you're standing out, when you're know when you offending people, when you're motivating people, the more effective you can be as a leader because you will know when people are going to listen to you. It's no different than a comedian. I know this is kind of a weird comparison, but like... The way comedians get good is by presenting, right? They get good by presenting. They watch the reactions and then they cut out the stuff that nobody reacts to, even if it's the part of the joke they loved. Why is no one laughing? Well, okay. And that's how they cultivate those rip roaring comedy specials where you are literally like gagging. You're laughing so hard. Your stomach hurts. You're like, you know, you're, you're, you're dying. It's, it's why. Like, these power hours, by the way, that you guys are leading, I hope you all know that after every single power hour, I get constant messages from people on the team. I always wanted to know what it would be like to be on Annalise's on, on team. Oh, my God. I didn't even know how much I loved Crystal. Oh, my God. I was just on Whitney's power. Oh, cat's bubble. They're obsessed with you. Like... They were so scared of all of you, I know they're scared of me, but they're so scared of all of us, and we are humanizing ourselves and they're realizing how similar we are and to the point of what I just said, you should be starting to develop self-awareness in your business, where you are great at communicating, the skill sets that you have and the skill sets that you need to further develop. If you don't know what that is, this is a great opportunity for you to find somewhere to sign up. I love that you're scared, Andreas they're going to be so obsessed with you? I can't wait for the messages. Oh, they freak out. They're going to freak out. Oh, it's going to be so good. And this, and it's good for us sometimes to take reviews. A good leader will stop and take a review of their work. Look at your own content. What is working? What is not working? I listen back to my podcast once every six months, not any more than that, just to make sure I'm not using filler words constantly. If you wonder why I'm not sitting here umming and awing and humming and hiing and um, uh, liking and liking and liking and liking, it's because I've listened to podcasts of mine where I go, holy crap, every other word I'm stopping and saying like. That is obnoxious. It was a self-awareness. And nobody told me. Nobody said, Jesse Lee. I mean, if you say, um, one more time, we're just going to die over here. We're never going to listen to you. All right? It had to become a self-awareness. Listen back sometimes to what you're doing. I'm not telling you to be weird and watch every single live video of yours or anything like that. You know, that's a little excessive. But catch yourself so you can get better. And if somebody gives you feedback, hey, like Brittany just said, Evan told me that three months into the business, I know she probably wanted to punch him square in the throat, but instead of that, take the feedback and say, all right, maybe he's right. Maybe I say like a little bit too much. Maybe I can pivot and and catch myself in it. You'll be a more effective communicator right? So pay attention to that. Pay attention to your strengths, your weaknesses, what you're good at, what you're not good at. It'll allow you to grow and scale and people will listen to you more. And obviously it's important that your team listens to you wouldn't you say? I think so. All right, go do it better is what he said. Oh, you told him to go do it better. (laughs) I can see you saying that to him crystal clear. I can just close my eyes and visualize how big your eyes were when you said it to him. All right, (laughs) the next characteristic of a great leader I feel like is gratitude. And I think we get so caught up in our days that sometimes we just don't stop to feel it. You know, uh, I would also like for you to just make a little shift at the end of your day every day to celebrate another successful day of the 90 day run. I haven't said that throughout this 90 day run. I think we're on seven day 17 or something like that. I'm not totally sure, but you know, are, have you had that moment yet where you say to yourself, you did a good freaking job, Chelsea, Look, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job, man. You know? We don't because we think these are the standards that I said I was going to hold myself to. Well, duh. Yeah, I did it. I'm Nicole. Duh, I did it. Yeah, obviously. I'm Brittany, right? Be, give yourself a little bit of grace inside of it and be grateful for your ability to actually work your business. There are some of you going through so much stuff in your life right now and you're still showing up on calls. You're still showing up for your team. Did you ever stop for a second and think that 99.9% of the population would have given up if they had your life circumstances? No, because you're just doing you. Stop for a minute and and go into that space of gratitude. I've still, ever since that last mastermind I went to, or I think it was two masterminds ago now, whatever. I was in um, Huntington Beach. That's all I remember because I remember where the guy was. With the say thank you every morning just for being alive. You know, gratitude when you close out your day. Thank you for another day. Thank you I'm able to go to bed. Thank you that I have a roof over my head. Thank you for my ability to run a business. Gratitude makes you a better leader. You tell your teams thank you right? Do you reach out occasionally? You know, how often, here's a good one. How often are you actually talking to your teams? There's so, I got asked something by a, by a multi, multi millionaire. He said to me, cause he was watching me work. He said, do you message your team that much every day? Or are you only messaging me like this because you, uh, you're around me? Cause you know, some, you know, you kind of elevate when you're around people that push you. And I said, what? What? He said, I mean, you just keep talking to your leaders. I just see you constantly talking to leaders and you're always, you know, texting the lab, whatever that is. And then there's like a trainer's thing and then some champ thing. And then you're di- directly messaging some people and all your pinned. Co- what, what, do you really talk to people that much? It's like, yeah. He said, oh, oh, well, what are you talking to him about? Kinds of stuff. Tell them I love them. Tell them I'm grateful for them. Tell them I hope they have a happy day. Tell them they look hot in a photo. Tell them I think they're smart. Tell them I think their butt looks great. I don't know, man. Everything. He goes, Really? Yeah, that girl ran a killer call, had to say thank you. You do that? It's not normal. It's not normal. And being thankful leads to higher self-esteem, also for you. So if you're not because you get it back also a lot of the time, right? But Gratitude will make you a better leader. Most people are not told thank you at all. Most people go to work in a job they don't like with a boss that drives them crazy where they're mega, mega unappreciated just to be given more work when they do something better than everybody else. And they would work harder if we were more appreciative. I'm just telling you, you know, part of the printing off of the photos, I don't think they're next to me right now. Part of the printing off of the photos, how many of you have had somebody on your team's photo printed out with the Monday Night Live's the last three weeks? It's the people that are up. I'm literally grabbing just the, for the last, like, 25 photos or something. These people are dying. They're freaking out. A whole bunch of you have sent me screenshots. Ah, Jesse Lee held up my photo! Ah! They're losing their minds, right? That little bit of recognition. They're, they're, they're losing their ever-loving minds. They've, they've lost the plot. You know? They're freaking out. They know they're appreciated. They know that they're special and they feel the gratitude. And quite frankly, I'm feeling gratitude for them losing all that fat or clearing up their skin. Some girls photo last week, her skin was freaking beautiful. I'm like, yes, girl, drink those ketones, man. Let's go. Right. I'm grateful she's drinking her product. So I got these testimonials. All right. The next thing is a great leader is a learner. And I know you know it, but I got to tell you the ability to learn. When you don't know what to do. The ability to learn when you don't know what to do. Great leaders are great learners with great abilities to retain information. And so I'm so glad we had Jim Quick on, obviously, because he's just the best in the world at this. But you have to remain a student. You're going to see so many people emerge out of this book club because they have never been a learner, only because they never really picked up a book. They were never challenged to. And now they're going to step into a totally different level of themselves because they're super encouraged to grow. You're probably, some of you are probably already seeing this. You're seeing people who have never participated in anything, participating in flipping everything all of a sudden because they're learning. And so ask yourself, are you learning? What did you learn today? What, how did you grow today? Throw the podcast on, on, on while you're cooking dinner. Do something. Do something. It will also be so much easier for you to create content. I swear. And like Jen trained on this the other day when she was training about, um, a, 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 I think it was a video she was watching. She said, just I'll listen four or five times to something. Let it get in me to the point where I'm basically repeating the podcast back. I gave you guys that Gary Vaynerchuk podcast. I'm hearing myself train a lot of it in different calls that I'm on. I'm like, oh my god, it's been inoculated in my brain now because it's the fourth or fifth time I've listened to it. I can tell his stories from his from from the podcast. It's so good. I've trained about the importance of TikTok using his exact statistics from his podcast right? There's so much good stuff inside of it. Make sure you're actually learning, not just listening. There's a difference, right? And I think it's great to listen. Don't misunderstand me, but listen and listen and listen again until it becomes part of who you actually are. There is a difference in that, okay? So make sure you're learning. The next is influence. And I know for some people, influence seems like a weird word, but leaders are influencers, they, are the, they have the ability to get people to do things, right? They, are, they have the ability to convince people through logical methods, right? This is going to make you do more of this. Here's the statistics on that. ba 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 You have to go to Empire University. If you don't go to Empire University, you might as well put a nail in the coffin of your <laughs> business because da-da-da-da-da, right? You can talk in logic. You know, you can talk in exact numbers. You can also talk in emotions, right? You're able to influence through the actual emotions, Right? how many people on your team you see them get on a call a Wednesday night call they're so emotionally moved they finally work their business they get on a book club like we were talking about earlier they're emotionally moved because mother goose sends them to bed with a little bit of razzle dazzle a pep in their step right and then they're emotionally doing things right I just feel like we should be on with my family my family deserves this right like I never thought about it like that oh ah! right it's just influence right? It's important. It's inspiring. It allows you to be super effective. It's not manipulation, by the way. I'm not trying to manipulate anybody into anything. It needs to be done authentically and transparently. It's an emotional intelligence conversation. Great leaders have this ability, wouldn't you say? Like I'm not, I'm not kidding about Empire University. You don't go to Empire U just, I mean, I, you might as well, unless there's, you know, a birth or a, uh, a, a wedding or something, you know, some, something that you really can't go because there's a, a something. Aside from that, it's like you watch people slowly tick, 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 tick away into the abyss. I'm not trying to, to, to manipulate anybody. I'm trying to let them know it is what it is. Right? I'm trying to let them know you don't you don't go. Like, I mean, I just I I can't rely on you. I just know where your business is going and it's not exactly where you're telling me that your business is trying to go. So you might want to change that. Right? I'm, so yes, I'm going to influence you to buy a ticket. Yes, I want to influence you to buy two tickets at least. Yes, I want to influence you to bring some more people. Yes, I want to influence you to stay an extra day. Yes, I want to influence you to move to Texas. Why? Because proximity is power. You know? Why do I want why do I do all these things I'm trying to influence you to have a better life period I try to influence you to invest and improve it so we can get this thing bigger I want to influence you in trading your money so you can multiply your money I influence you to buy stocks so you can make more money I'm not manipulating you I don't get kickbacks on it I'm trying to manipulate you into a better life I guess I use the word manipulation whatever I guess I just interchanged it I'm trying to influence you to have a better life my friends okay that's all I'm trying to do I just want to influence you I think you know this, but for me, empathy is one of the biggest traits of a powerful leader, okay? That is the core of emotional intelligence and leadership effectiveness, okay? If you show more inclusive leadership, if you show more empathy towards behaviors, if you show more, uh, more just calm, beautiful energy, I'm telling you, you're going to be viewed completely differently by your organization, I just promise you when people feel like they can talk to you, and I know like people respect you, so there's like that level of fear sometimes. but when people have respect for you and they understand how powerful you are and still understand how much you obviously love them, you're in a totally different level of leadership. Even the people who are scared of me they're not scared of me because I've done anything to them they're just scared of me because they they know the power right they're just they're they're not ready for that level of power yet, okay. But they know where my heart lies. And so don't be scared to show people that. Don't be scared to share your emotions. If some of you are going through a weird season in your business, I promise it might feel awkward to tell them, but tell them. Tell them. Right? Like, when was the last time you told people exactly how you are feeling about your business, about yourself, about your life, about whatever? Things are going on in your lives and you expect your team to just keep trucking along trucking along whatever the saying is it's not that they won't truck along but don't you want them growing yeah and they're loyal to you because you're leaders so if you tell them hey this is what's going on in my life right now a lot of the time people will rally right behind you like oh no no we can no we cannot leave jenny behind Mm -mm, no i don't know why i said your name but uh hello her team went full-blown psycho when, when her husband was in the hospital, right? Uh-uh, we are not letting Jenny down. Nope, nope, right? Imagine if she had pretended that Ricky wasn't in the hospital, right? Oh no, I'm just being silent because, you know, I'm just having a rough day. Don't worry about it. Come on, man. Show people who you are. Show people what's actually going on in your life, right? Um, perfect for our book, but, or our book club right now, but courage, be a leader who is brave. Yes, feel the fear, but how courageous are you being are you are you speaking up in your business right are you vocalizing new ideas that might be a little bit out there for some people right don't just avoid problems or allow a bunch of conflicts to fester or whatever else right step up and move things in the right direction it will make your culture one of truth and of courage and of bravery and doing hard things and taking the challenges, etc. When they see you doing things that are courageous, it will make more people want to be courageous. It's the same reason why some of your businesses are exploding right now. You're in so much action, you're doing so many more courageous things. They're watching you and going, Oh my God. Okay, well, if she's gonna do it, if he's gonna do it, well, then I gotta do something too. I can't let her down, I can't let him down, right? And the last thing I'll say so we can get out of here on time, because I know we all got calls, is respect, right? Treat people with respect on a daily basis. It's the most important thing you can probably do as a leader. It eases tensions, it eases conflict, it creates trust, it improves effectiveness in your organization, and look, it's not even just about the absence of disrespect. Is there a difference, right? It's a climate of respect. It's a climate of mutual respect right? Like it's one thing to say, Oh, well, no one's disrespecting me. I'm not disrespecting anybody. Right. But are you respecting them? Because respect is earned and it's earned every day. Right. And so if you are like like the other, maybe a week ago or something, I snapped, Like I was pissed, I was tired, I was 90 day running. And it wasn't even like a bad snap. I don't even think anybody was like super offended. But like in the lab chat, I kinda said something that was way not really in my uh, normal language repertoire. Not like an F-bomb or anything, that's in my repertoire. But like I didn't like how I said it. And so I came back in maybe a half hour later and I just said, hey, I'm sorry, I don't mean to speak to you like that. Um, I should have communicated it differently. Right, because nobody needs to feel this big in order for you to ever get your, your points across. And I was, I was annoyed. Don't get me wrong. I was very annoyed with them for like the minute or five minutes or whatever it was. But nonetheless, you don't have to talk to people like that because your respect is going to be earned every single day through the way you show up, through the way you communicate, through the way that people emotionally connect with you. So, um, it is three o'clock on the dot.